there's no way people don't know what we're implying when we say girth goggles. Like, come oh, on. Oh, for sure. But, I, mean, I mean, if you don't, then, like, I mean. You shouldn't be listening to this if you don't no, know No, we, we need your listening. You're too you young. You are... <laughs> you're don't too leave. young. Okay, yeah, you're right. We need caller number one of one. The Maybe we're going to have one of two. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Val. Hey, Jules here. Hey, this is Fatima, and welcome back to Girl Goggles. Hi, my girls. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. How's everyone's week going? It's going, man. It's been a little bit of a rough week, I feel like, for, for one reason or another. How's your guys' week? Mm, well, <laughs> in full transparency, it's Tuesday, and it feels like it's already the longest week ever. <laughs> is it only Tuesday? Oh, God. Oh, We're talking like it's like Thursday. <laughs> I know. How was your week? Like, it's all over. Oh, my God. Fatima, what's going on over there? I don't know. I feel like because I'm never off on Tuesdays, and I'm, like, weirdly off today, I feel like today's Sunday. Like, am I okay? Mm-hmm. Like, you I work tomorrow, know. right? Yeah, I work tomorrow. Yeah, and, like, that's a Sunday like, feeling. I, yeah, like, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. And I had so many plans for this three days. Well, I did put my Christmas tree up and um looks beautiful. I also brought thank you. I also brought some like decorations and stuff, but I remembered that I threw away all my like Christmas lights last year because I was like, whatever, I'll get new ones. But I didn't know that I was gonna be like <laughs> broker than fucking oh. anybody in the world. So now so do you I- have lights on it? <laughs> on the tree, but I don't have lights like for the apartment. Me either. Oh I gotcha. I only have my tree. I don't have anywhere else. You guys saw my place. Yeah. yeah, but, but your like, tree's who, beautiful. Yeah, both your guys' trees are beautiful. Who wants to unravel those lights? Like, I just can't. And then one goes out and the whole thing's garbage. I don't well, know. Well, yeah, that's why you buy a pre-lead tree. Like, what are you talking about? Dude, yeah, literally. but then one of them goes out on the tree and then it's garbage. You fix it. You just, you, you usually just, like, fix one of the light bulbs. I bought my Christmas tree at Walmart, like, seven years ago for $39, pre-lit, six foot, and it still works. What? Yeah, I dude. bought mine at Big Lots. Um, dude, I don't know, maybe like four or five years ago, and it was like maybe like fifty bucks, and I think it was like fifty bucks because it's like fancy. It has like the snow on it. And yeah, stuff. it's so pretty. I said, that. yeah, the, the flocking, right? Is it called flocking? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it was fifty dollars. I was like, it's beautiful. Should I? But you know, I think I like I afterpaid it or something. I don't know. I'll put like on a credit yeah. card. That's all you. And th- now I have a tree. I mean. I don't know, you guys, like, when I was growing up, my parents, well, first of all, I lived in Russia, so, like, I guess there was no shortage of trees, but mm-hmm. also my parents, like, made it a point to get, like, a real tree every year. Because, oh, yeah, uh, same. You know, the smell of it, and just, like, mm-hmm. you know, that was just a tradition, and then, I guess, when we were in high school, my parents were like, is that, will that be okay if we just get a fake tree, you guys? We're so yes. tired of getting these trees. And we were like, yeah. we don't care. Like, you guys, you're fine. And I don't know. I feel like I'm going to do the same thing for my children. Maybe I'll get a little, mm-hmm. like, Charlie Brown, like, little <laughs> tiny, teeny, real tree just for them to get yeah. like, the smell of it. Yeah. That's what that's funny. I, yeah, I was going to say, that's, like, the same story, except for me and my brother were not fine with it. Like, we grew up with a real tree every single year, and I remember the first year they got a fake tree, and my brother specifically was absolutely devastated. He's like, this is not even Christmas. This isn't right. But, like, for me, I can't imagine cutting down a tree, having to water it, the pine needles everywhere. No way. I think it's, like, what Fatima said. Like, I think even 
even with me, right? Like currently I have a fake tree and there were parts of my childhood that I remember having an artificial tree, but there was also many years we got a real one. And I think it was just for the experience, you know, mm-hmm. like, it adds yeah. to the more like the whimsical, like cr- totally. magic of Christmas and all that fun stuff for kids. Um, yeah. The yeah. smell, especially of like pine needles. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. But I also. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I got a Bath and Body Works wallflower that says pine needles on it. So that's going to be That works. Sufficient. Put it behind your yep. fake tree. <laughs> but also yep. my mom would do, like, when we started getting, um, when we bought a fake tree, she would just get, like, a tiny little, like, branch of, like, a real tree. Okay. I don't know how do you say it in English. And then she would just, like, put that, like, on the mantle and that would, like, Make give that- it a smell. Yeah. Definitely. I, lo- I love that. That's so kind of value, Val. Sometimes I think about you and I just, you know that I like, I admire you so much. I have, I don't think I've ever met somebody who's so good with their money. Thank you. Oh my God. That's Agree. A, one of the highest compliments for sure. I take so much pride in being financially wise. And I think a lot of it just comes back from like, I did this. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I was yeah. the money and like, yeah. it wasn't like, you know, what's it called when you, uh, a trust fund baby like I'm not one of those like oh, totally. everything I have is like what I've earned but like most of my like pride comes from like I really became good at money and mm-hmm. it's like my secret superpower that people don't know about <laughs> oh we know yeah I know you You're guys very frugal. Sure. I know I know value value I- y'all don't forget it yeah value val is a real thing I am the for opposite sure. I'm trying to be more like value val I got yeah. you I got you guys the listeners right now, put your mind to work. When I say the word girth, G-I-R-T-H, girth. what is girth, okay? Like, even it's like exciting. the word itself, it carries so much power. Yeah, girth. you can't just say girth. Here's no. some girth. It's but, girth. But you and I were in the group chat, the, was it like a couple days ago? And there was like, I think the autocorrect said Gorth. And so, <laughs> so she was like, oh my gosh, when we're implying a different type of size, it should be Gorth. <laughs> yeah, when we're talking about like a real fat one, that's Gorth. Gorth. Oh, like Gorth. Oh, she's Gorth. He's Gorthy. <laughs> I mean, when she I can hear... she can be Gorthy too. Yeah, both of y'all Ooh. can be Gorthy. We don't discriminate around here. No. When I hear Gorth, I hear like engorged, like you need to go to the doctor. But Gorth like is like gore. a lovely. Yeah, Gorth uh-huh. is like a lovely, like ooh, that's. that's I think girthy. like an ogre. Like I, I think Shrek. Alrighty, my dears. I know that we are not you know, your typical podcast, we talk about, you know, some of the things that you might not want to talk about. But I would like to switch things up a little bit and, you know, have a little giggle with you. Let's play a game. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Bro, I'm out already. Tap me out. Not happening. The okay, answer is you, no. You're here. You're locked in. You signed the, an invisible All contract. Right, so um, I'm going to ask you, like, I'm going to ask one of you a question. Obviously, you get, like, I don't know how many seconds to answer it. And if you don't answer it, then the second person um, gets to steal it and answer it. Okay. No okay. Googling anything, Val. No, absolutely. Oh, I can't. Obviously. I don't want obviously. Okay. Want Val. Yes, ma'am. Are you ready? <laughs> What did I sound super loud? Yes, Caller number one. Okay, we're starting. We're starting with pretty easy ones. All right, okay. let's hear it. 
Well, what? when you make yeah. that precedent and, it, and I get it wrong, now I'm going to feel stupid. Okay. Yeah, you should. Let's go, Fatima. <laughs> okay. Val, mm. what gas do humans need in order to live? Oxygen. Oh what was it? Oxygen? Yes, you're right. Oh, my God. Is it oxygen or is it H2O? What is it? Uh, H2O is water. We don't need water. Yeah, we don't need water. Bro. No, she did not. Jules, you had that part out. Are you had that part out? You had water. O2. I meant to say O2. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that out. still alive. You don't drink water. Yo, she thinks she's a mermaid. She's like, I need to I am. I am. Jules. All right. Yes, ma'am. What is the hardest mineral? Oh my god, you're gonna give Val a oxygen question. <laughs> you got it wrong about regardless. Minerals? You got it wrong. <laughs> you're gonna ask me about minerals? Okay, the hardest mineral is is girth an option. Bro, I was gonna <laughs> say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is the mineral? I don't know. Are diamonds minerals? Let yes! Diamond. Yay! Woo! <laughs> Wait, she's right? Yeah, it's diamond. Bro, what a wild guess. Shine bright like a diamond. Hey. Okay. Val. Mhm. Who invented the light bulb? Oh my God! Abraham Lincoln? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Massachusetts <laughs> education system really, really failed. You. Hold on, hold on. Who invented? Wait, pick uh, me. What? I can't talk. No, you can talk. You get one more guess. And then All right, it's my hold turn. on. Who invented the light bulb? Uh, the Edward guy, or sorry, uh, what's his name? Edison. Yes. Yeah, him. <laughs> What's his first name? Dude, I don't know. I know it starts with an E. Edison. Uh, you know, Jules, Edison. Jules, Gert, you can steal it. Gert Thomas Edison? Edison? Yes, it is Thomas Edison. Thomas Woo! Edison. All right. I get 50 okay, of that. You share a point. Okay. 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 So I'm going to give you a really, really difficult one this time, Jules. Oh, God. Okay. As if the diamond wasn't one. Okay. I, know. I, I knew it was diamond all along. All right. Mm. This is really, really difficult. Let's hear it. What is the plural form of the word deer? Okay. It's clearly not going to be deers. Mm-mm. Buck. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's buck, isn't it? Why are you laughing? Is that wrong? <laughs> Probably, yes. bro. Dude, I thought it was buck too. No. Okay, how about, how about Wait, I think dar? I know- is it dar? <laughs> No, I think I know it. Can I say it? Of course. I, I mean, I might be wrong, but like, I think it's like geese or goose. <laughs> she said goose? <laughs> duck, duck, goose? Caller number one. Dude, um, you know that when I said a difficult question, that was sarcasm because it's so easy. But is it deers? Is it just is it deer? deers? It's just deer. It's the same. Well, goodbye. Singular plural. Uh, goodbye. I was going to say that. Well, fuck. Now you got us all nervous on our own podcast. Yeah, <laughs> now you're making us look dumb. We just lost all of our three listeners. right? Bro, now. we want to go back to the girth topic, please. <laughs> you guys are Let's so talk about easy. something we know, okay? How many inches are in a foot? Twelve. Good <laughs> job. You're a genius. Oh, my God. Well, that takes girth knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then Jules, I have a very difficult question for you. Bro, always oh, the difficult for why? You. Yeah, why? But well, I don't know. I just feel like it. <laughs> she runs the show, girlfriend. Okay, All right. I got questions for you too, girl. Go for it. Uh in what month do Americans go trick or treating? 
Oh my god. October. You're a genius. Oh my lord. How about this? Fatima, I got one for you. Okay, let's go. On the periodic table, which element is represented by the letter N? Nitrogen. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, she's a genius. No, that's nitrogen. Yeah. How first of all, are you using your phone? What's up, cheater? No, I haven't no, I written, just... written down. No, I'm talking about my girl over here, Jules. Oh, yeah, maybe a little bit. You what you pulling that pe- periodic information from? My brain. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you just got cold turkey spotted that you're a cheater. She did not know that. But what was the first question? Diamond. She Googled it. She Googled it. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. All right. Don't next time. Out. Okay. One thing I am not as a cheater. Don't play me. Yeah, no. you're right. That was that was our last week episode. If y'all tapped in. Yeah, we ain't no cheaters. No, none of that. Loyal. All right, you guys. Well, next time, y'all better get some questions ready for me and Easy. test my knowledge. I will. Absolutely. For sure. for sure. I mean, I can think of one. You want me to think of one really quick? Off the top of my head? Hold on. Mm, a little fun fact. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, When is Justin Bieber's birthday? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> You're um, kidding. Can I just say, I don't care? Come on, <laughs> take a guess. I don't care um, for five. He looks like either a Gemini or or or, or like a Virgo. Would a Virgo be when? Huh? When's a Virgo's birthday? Virgo is September. Oh no, his birthday's in March. He's Pisces. I don't know. Like on March first. Yes, that's Pisces already. Yeah. Speaking of your birthdays, Val, you're about to be 30 next year. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, I guess it's kind of bittersweet, right? Like, honestly, my 20s have been so monumental. Truthfully, Mm. wholeheartedly, like, I have learned so much in my 20s. I am so grateful to, you know be here and I've learned and I'm still continuing and you know I've heard great things about 30s being like the best time of our life but I kind of might have to disagree slightly because the last probably like seven years of my life have been the best Mm -hmm. so um, you know there's been some like key things that I've taken away um, about my 20s that like will always stick with me and I think that it's part of like our growth and I think you guys are probably going to have different opinions. You know, Jules, you know, you had kids mm. in your 20s. Fatima. Yeah. Um, I, you came from Russia when you were how old? 18. 18. So, like, I mean, I think we all have a different light on what we learned in our 20s. But the number one thing for me that will probably always carry into the rest of my life is just creating these healthy boundaries. And mm. our friends, well, for me personally are our chosen family um you know family unfortunately like does let you down um I don't care whether you come from a perfect white picket fence family or a dysfunctional broken home family Mm -hmm. eventually lets you down because in our 20s we we grow and we have different opinions and you know experiences and one way or another you get let down but that's why I believe that choosing your circle and choosing your friends so wisely become your family um mm-hmm. now granted right like with all of that everyone is so different the other thing that has 
truly like stuck with me is you just can't control what others do, but you can only control your reaction. And as yeah. hard as you try, there's no way to control the reactions of others. And all mm-hmm. you can try to do is be a good person. Um, and you can't always expect that that same way that you are in everyone else. And right. um, you just got to like maneuver like and realize that you just got to give yourself grace and everyone's opinions are so different and your timeline is not their timeline. And it's just, it's so, it's so honest, right? Giving yourself grace. And I tell you guys all the time as well, give yourself grace. Like today might be a bad day. Jules, you had such a low day yesterday and Mm -hmm. we just kept reiterating, like, listen, as we always say, Mm-hmm. It's a bad day, but it's not a bad life. And you'll wake up and it's a new day. And it is what you make the yeah. most, right? But yeah, absolutely. I don't know, like for sure, the family and the boundaries and not being able to control other people, but just being, you know, in control of your own reactions is what's really helped me navigate my 20s. And, you know, I've had my first, my first like actual heartbreak was literally almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed that. I needed it because I felt like I was just floating away and thinking, you know, I can't always be the heartbreaky. And and I don't mean that in like a cocky, like, ooh, like I break hearts. Like it was it was necessarily because I just never felt loved and it was never reciprocated the same way. And when I finally mm-hmm. found that and the relationship failed it it hurt like I've never hurt before um Uh and the one thing I learned from my first actual heartbreak was time heals most things and it it truly it's it's so cliche but it's so true like I remember like when it first happened it was so raw and I hated hearing people tell me you know, day by day, it's going to get easier. But then next, oh, yeah. you know, it's two months, then it's three months, then it's four months. And, and honestly, like you just look back and you're like, you know what? They were right. Time heals everything. Even and- though you want to punch those people in the face oh, when they tell yes. you that. I remember being so hurt and so mad and so conflicted with my emotions that yeah. I was like petrified. I was like sick to my stomach. I was like, I am never going to feel this love again. I will never love someone ever again. And that leads me to my next like learning lesson is you can love more than once in your entire lifetime. Oh, absolutely. Can, yes. And you can fall in love all over again. And that's so yep. fucking beautiful because yep. if you've never experienced love or if you've never been in love, you think that like in that moment that that's it, right? And then and then yeah. one thing happens and you wake up one day and, you know, he's breaking up with you out of the blue, right? But I, I mean, now looking back almost a year later, I know I have so much love in me to give to a new person and, and vice versa. Like I can't wait to receive like this, you know, perfect love, whatever that is. Um, I know. And... That leads to like my last one, I think, but health is wealth. I've learned in my 20s that taking care of you, you are number one in your life, taking care of your mental health, your physical health, and your just finances and your emotional state of mind. Like it is just, you are in control of you and there's nothing and no one can do to take that away from you. So health is wealth for sure. Absolutely. Beautifully said, like everything that you said. 
I agree with everything. I just wanted to kind of focus a little bit on, um, well, on a couple of things. Well, one of the things that you said, um, and I I hope Jules is going to agree with me, uh, that you are not sure about your 30s yet because, you know, you had, you know, such an amazing time the past seven years. And, you know, you just you know, that's, that's what the twenties are for. You know, you meet people, you meet good people, you meet bad people, you get your heart broken, you broke, you break a heart, you know, you just kind of like, you learn what life is. But I think the best part personally for me, and I would like to hear Jules's opinion on it, being in my thirties, which, you know, I've only been in my thirties for like almost two years now, but it's just this freedom of like, not really caring about what other people think. I think my twenties were great. They were chaotic. They were very like, they were very like nomadic. Like I was like going like constantly mm-hmm. moving and, you know, constantly like with one person and then jumping around. But I think I was still so much in my head about like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm on this weird timeline. Oh, what are they going to say? What is he going to say? Like, and being in your thirties is like, even if they don't like me, like, do I like them? You know what I mean? Right. Like absolutely. if this group of friends like are not friends with me anymore, do I want to be friends with them? Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's just this total, like, uh, entrance into your queendom, you know, you're just going in into your most powerful years. And I think it's amazing. Jules, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's really interesting, because I have a very different perspective on my 20s. I got pregnant with my son when I was 19. Um, And I was a single mom from the beginning, me and his dad were never really together. I think we tried for like two months at the beginning to be (laughs) in a relationship. But um, so, you know, I became a mom when I was 20 and, you know, a single mom at that. And so when my friends were out, you know, partying and and doing what 19, 20 year olds do, I was preparing for motherhood alone at that. Um, And it was hard. It was a hard time. Me and my son, we, I had a little one-bedroom apartment, and he had his little crib in my my room. I fell in love when my son was little with a wonderful man who I ended up marrying when I was 21. Mm-hmm. Um, we were together for about two years, year and a half, two years before we got married. Um, unfortunately, we ended up getting divorced, but that was – gosh, I think I was 25 or 26 when we got divorced. So we – you know, I was with him – basically until my son was like six and similar to you Val I mean that was my first real heartbreak of course you don't get married and think you're gonna get divorced and it was so hard and not only just hard because you know I lost this man that I thought I was gonna be with for the rest of my life but my son basically lost his father and he was my son's you know even even his real dad, who, you know, we have a good relationship and we co-parent and all that, but he would even call my husband, you know, Madden's other dad, because he was really his primary father. Like he was there every day. He showed up to every Father's Day thing. And if, you know, it would be him and his real dad. Um, And then when we got divorced fairly unexpectedly, he literally just never talked to my son again. And it was like the most traumatic. I've never been so angry in my life. I still get like emotional and angry thinking about it now because I think that's bullshit. Like when you sign up for, you know, a 
relationship and a marriage and you're signing up to be in this child's life and you're this amazing I have to give this man credit because he wasn't his dad but he really showed up for him yeah there's nothing worse you can do than completely pull out and especially after you've been in his life from a baby to six years old and you're just like bye never talk to him again I can't tell you how many nights I spent just holding Madden crying he was crying I was crying he would ask like where's my dad oh my god Every single Veterans Day until about a year ago, honestly, maybe, yeah, probably a year ago, he would on Veterans Day write a card to my ex-husband who never responded or never, you know, said anything. And it's just like, Jesus, I don't know. I spent my 20s, the early part of my 20s, just being in love, having this marriage, having this family unit, and then the end of my 20s completely restarting. And it I don't know. I guess I have a totally new idea. I mean, I have a new idea of life and I've learned so much in my 20s, but I'm kind of on like the backwards track. You know, I didn't spend time with friends. I didn't go out. I didn't do anything for myself. And now as my kids are starting to get a little bit older, you know, I feel like I'm I'm working in reverse. You know, once they get a little bit older, I'm you know, I'm, I'm starting to make new friends. I'm so thankful for you guys. And eventually I'll, you know, wander out and have a social life. And, but right now it's just all about my kids, but my twenties looked a lot different, I think, than you guys. Yeah. Oh, first of all, you don't need to have any more friends. Like us is just enough. That's true. I'm not, (laughs) I don't argue with that. What are you talking about? Um, you know, what's crazy though, not to get sappy, but like before I met you guys, I, I'm not going to say I didn't have friends. I have a really, really good friend, Katie, who who lives in Hawaii. And I have a new friend, Maddie, who lives here. And she's a very new friend. Those are really my only two friends. And we didn't, we didn't talk like you guys and I do. And I didn't even, to be completely honest, I didn't realize that adults had friends like that. I know that sounds stupid. But, like, I always thought, like, you have your spouse. You have your work people. And, like, that's your life when you're an adult, you know? And you guys both have like really good, beautiful friend circles, our circle as well as others. And I don't really have that. And I've never experienced that. But like since the show, you guys just and, you know, all of us girls connected, but you two specifically just I don't know the way you gravitated towards each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the gravitation and just the open arms. And it's like we're just so naturally we good for each other. Yeah, we it's met. amazing. I love it. I yeah, love I it think goes. it's just that's one of the things that I have also learned throughout my 20s, you know, trying to like seek validation from men and yeah. you know, like from other random people that had absolutely no interest in my life. I didn't care about them. I learned one thing that like you can be in love as many times as you have the capacity to, like Val said, right? right. It's not like oh, like, do you love this person more than you like the, like the previous one? I like to say it's not about more or less. It's different. You know, like we can't love different people the same. So, but the thing about female friendships, it's like my girls are truly my soulmates. Like when I talk yeah. about soulmates, it's like, oh, like I'm looking to like to find my soulmate. I would love to to find a partner, you know, I would like yeah. to, ha- right. to have somebody to share my life with. But when it comes to soulmates, like I have my soulmates, you know, like you're through- content, you feel full. Absolutely. Through every little like situation in life to big stuff in life, I have people to fall back on. And mm-hmm. I hope those people feel the same way about me. So that's another thing totally. that I, of course we do. 
Yeah, I, absolutely. I would like to, um, that's another thing that I would like to like advise mm-hmm. to like younger girls. It's just, you know, build those friendships, work on those friendships, make sure that you invest on those friendships because, yeah. you know, friendships are as tough as relationships, you know, and, you know, just, and another thing too, just because you were friends from high school, doesn't mean that you were going to be friends forever. The same thing about you guys. I met you like three days oh, ago. Sure. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> damn near. It's just yeah. time does not matter anything. And no, it doesn't. Absolutely not. Yeah. Time so is irrelevant. We've said it before. Time is the older you get, even when it comes to dating, like whether you met somebody True. in two months, like connection speaks for itself. You it's you true. know your instincts will speak for you and you'll know right from wrong when it comes to meeting people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. So there is a couple of um, things that I have uh, written down and I kind of want to go quickly through them and I want you to guys to kind of give me your little feedback on them. Okay. 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 All right. Um, let's start with this. Things don't work out for a reason. I agree with that. Okay. I, um, I guess in retrospect, I would say everything happens for a reason. So, yes, I agree. Yeah, I feel like if something is... But, you know, the crazy thing about it is, like, when it doesn't work out in that moment, like, oh, yeah. it's, so e- it's so hard for you to understand. You almost feel that physical pain of, like, why? You can't Holy. see the silver lining. No, absolutely not. But then, like you said, Val, like a like, few months later, you look back at it and you're like, oh, okay, like it makes sense now. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Agree. So this is one of my favorites that I try to use a lot. Um, nothing is forever, good or bad. 100%. Um, nothing is forever is for sure the truth. I agree with that whether that's good or bad i mean can i give me an example like for example you know when like like you said like it's not uh like a bad life it's it's a bad bad day day, you know like when something bad happens like it's not forever and the same thing for like something great and amazing like this friendship like i don't ever want to take this for granted because i don't know where we're gonna be like even a year from now right right if that makes sense like everything and i feel like everything in this life is so temporarily so we have to cheer up the moments absolutely that's a you know carpe diem and all that bs I think mm-hmm. that that quote right there is pretty much the exact same thing as you said as, you know, Val, when you say, like, it's a bad day, not a bad life. I think that's exactly right. it. I mean, whether – I know we obviously don't want to think the good things are going to end, but I feel like everything eventually – I mean, nothing comes to an end. It does. Right. Literally everything. Even, I mean, like, the ones we love, right? Even if you spent your entire life with that person, like, eventually, you know, unfortunately – with age like you know someone's gonna pass away and that comes mm-hmm. to an end too like that's just a fucking yeah. shitty truth of life yeah everything um okay so let's talk about this one i think this one is a big one um i always try to tell you guys about it is um comparison is a thief of joy oh yeah oh yeah fuck yeah Easier said than done to not compare, but absolutely, absolutely. One thing I've, one thing I have learned as I've gotten older is what makes you special is you and the fact that you are different than others. And it's taken me a very long time and I'm still learning. I'm trying to tell my kids this, especially my 14 year old who's, you know, trying to be cool, trying to fit in. He's super into sports. He's trying to be just follow in the footsteps of Michael Jordan and Ichiro and he's trying to hit all of his 
records and whatever the case may be, what makes you so special and what makes a lot of these famous people famous is them. It has nothing to do with the comparison, the copying, the being like someone else. They're they're amazing and they're famous and they're rich and they're whatever the case may be because they're capitalizing on who they are and their differences, you know? Now, granted, I do believe that, you know, having an inspiration and a mentor is very, very, like, yeah, I guess, uh, beneficial, like, especially for a growing teenager like Madden. Um, yeah. I do think that if he has someone to look up to, it helps him become the best version of himself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Having a mentor. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe there's a fine line there. That's a good point. Yeah. But I feel like it's just it goes more to say that we live in, you know, such a in such tricky times, you know, especially with like social media. Oh, yeah. It's like it's so hard not to compare yourself. And I'm not even talking about like physically lots of times, you know, Um, a lot of times it's just like, oh, my God, like I'm 31 and this other girl is 31 and she has this huge house, three children, Mm -hmm. you know, this like amazing job and all Mm -hmm. of this. And I'm over here like eating ramen, you know. So, yeah. It's just, it's hard because like it gets so deep in your head where you just start spiraling and you don't feel like there is a way out of it. You know, I think it's such a scary thing, but you're right, Jules, like it's easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. It kind of like, you know, I think I actually said a little bit about that too. I said, giving yourself grace and realizing that it's your life and it's your timeline. There is no, exactly. There is no unspoken like rules that we have to follow. It's your life. You know, whether that means that you're going to be 30 next year, a.k.a. me and everyone that I know that I went to high school with is either having a baby or getting married. That's on them. Like, cool. Like, I, I want those things, too. And granted, maybe my 30s will open that door for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have still so much to look forward to. And I'm so happy for those that I know that are getting married and having kids and, you know, yeah. all that fun stuff. But everyone's time is timeline is so different. One of my favorite quotes that I heard, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but the idea is if you realize how much people, how little people thought about you, you wouldn't care so much. And I feel like when we're comparing ourselves, it's, it's mostly for other people. We're like, oh my God, this person looks so good. This person has such a great life. Why not me? If I looked this way, if I did this, people would like me. I would attract a man, whatever the case may be. And all we're doing is wasting our years, wasting our time thinking these thoughts when we could just be happy in our skin, happy with our life. If you don't like something, change it. If you want more money or a better career, like do things to earn that and to 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 be better but love yourself with who you are and where you're at and I think at the end of the day you feel like everyone's judging you and a no lot of times they're fuck. not no one gives a fuck right yeah it's, it's just it's so it's such an egocentric you know nature of humans thinking that oh like you know everybody in the world is talking about me and thinking about me totally you know like we're so like you know like one of those things when people say like oh like you know I have which it's a valid thing but you know when people go to the gym and they're like oh my god everybody's like watching me everybody's like thinking what they're gonna like make for dinner and like or watching themselves they're looking at their own shit they're looking at their own asses right yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and probably thinking the same thing, right? They're probably like, oh my God, who's looking at me? Everyone's worried about who's looking at them. Exactly. I, I, I actually like that. I'm trying to think of the quote, but I can't remember it. There was like this account on Instagram, like about the frog and he's holding up the sign. He goes, when you realize that they're not worried about you because they're thinking about themselves. 
Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And you know, that's the truth. Live in the moment. Do you and fucking. And even if they it. are thinking about us, there's like value. Who cares? You can't control the way they perceive you. Nothing. Like the totally. only thing that you're in control of is your own actions. And then mm-hmm, that's yeah. why, like, lots of times I talk about, you know, how I truly like don't care about like you know some of the comments that i get on my social media yeah some of them can be like dumb and hurtful and whatever but i have no control over that and you know those people don't bring anything to my life good or bad you know what i mean and at the end of the day that's that's literally a uh, more of an answer on who they are as a person their character and then um that kind of brings me a little bit to my next point is that you i am allowed to feel what i feel and talk about it i think we're just Mm -hmm. we are trying to encourage each other within our friendship to be it's okay like don't everything that your problems are less than other people's problems and other people have it worse than you, you know, and you have it so easy. So like, you're not even going to dare open your mouth. Like you deserve Mm -hmm. to feel what you feel and have uh, an outlet to talk about it. Absolutely. You say that sometimes Fatima, like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I have a roof over my head. I don't have, you know, kids waking me up early. I have it so easy, but, and like, you're allowed to feel how you feel. Like those things don't matter. It's not a comparison, you know. Isn't you're that always... so sad? How mm-hmm. we, yeah. we literally compare even our our saddest and most toughest days. Oh, I can't yeah. complain because because Sue was just you know fucking her dad just died yesterday. Like yeah, like, th- this is you... my life though, and that's your exactly. life. And if today I feel sad, I can feel sad. If tomorrow exactly. you want to feel sad. I will hug you with open arms. Yeah. The no. fact of the matter is you will always find somebody who's having a better day or a worse day than you. You're always going to find somebody who's better off or worse off than you. My grandpa's really bad at this. He lost his wife to – he lost. I'm just going to say he lost his wife. He lost his son and he lost his daughter, my mom. Mm-hmm. And all of them died in a – I'm just going to say an unconventional and a preventative way. And now he is the only person left. And he is – depressed and sad he's lost both his kids his wife his parents are gone you know he's an older man and he every time we talk about it and start getting emotional I'm I'm like how are you doing grandpa like how are you really doing you know and he always says well you know I I guess I should be grateful because my son lived to be 55 and my daughter lived to be 59 and there's people who are losing their babies and I'm like no I would be pissed you lost both your kids your wife and you're completely alone you have every right to be mad, you know, and to be sad and to grieve. But he hangs on to just like, yeah. people have it worse than me. And like, he know, tries to just... justify his sadness. Yeah. Which, like, so he I mean, right. that is something that, you know, eases his days and helps him go through it. Like, I, I command him for maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah, I guess maybe. But I just, I, I think you're right. I think it's okay. And I think men, unfortunately, have a harder time just being vulnerable and our society hasn't really allowed it it hasn't been an okay thing men need to cry and talk about their emotions just like everybody else and like well there's the stigma the stigma the toxic masculinity absolutely it makes me really sad you know like and us too and i one thing i talked about with you guys 
as a mom, as a boss, if you will, I always am trying to find solutions for people. And one thing you guys are teaching me is it's okay and good to just simply listen, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have to provide you, Fatima or Val, if you have a bad day and you're like, I am having a shitty day, I'm sad, here's why, my go-to response is, okay, here's what we're going to do, here's how we're going to fix it. And sometimes all you want is someone to be like, to give you a hug or say, I'm so sorry you're having a bad day. Yeah, I mean, I think I might have told you guys this, I mean, a while ago, maybe I haven't recently, but well, that was like one of the main things that my therapist always reiterated was when you go into a situation, whether you are listening for a friend who had a bad day or you simply want to just bitch and vent, mm-hmm. how about starting off with, I'm looking for a solution so that way they know how to respond or mm-hmm. I just want you to listen. I don't want to, I don't want a solution. Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally. But. Totally. Yeah. And I think you've said that before a couple of times. I was like, how do you want me to like answer it? And you were like, I just want you to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is completely fine because I, I like to vent. Obviously that's all I freaking do all day. Every day <laughs> is just complain about something. And then, but also no. like, I think I'm a cancer and mm-hmm. I don't know if that has to do anything with it. I'm just, <laughs> but <laughs> not I, the horoscope shit. Oh, I am. Uh, I'm obsessed. Here it is. We should do, we should do an episode and talk about horoscopes. Bro, I, I would have to tap out and you'd have to get somebody. Cause I am the most unknowledgeable person on all that. Well, shit. that's great. That's great. Then you're going to have to like, give us your like, opinions on it yeah but real quick uh, fatima you're a cancer i am yeah what are you val a gemini okay and i'm an aries okay go ahead fatima cancer so a lot of times it's kind of difficult for me to make decisions like especially like Mm -hmm. like decisions when it comes to like you know hard things you know like Mm -hmm. boy things and whatever you're just inside i actually seek for advice i actually want advice i actually Mm -hmm. like I, I'm hoping that you guys are going to give me advice. And, you know, okay. nine times out of ten, I'm not going to use it. But <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair. At least I asked for it. <laughs> You're just weighing you... out options. Like, exactly. If somebody, if Jules gives you advice and I give you advice, but you know your own advice, you've got three options to choose from. Which one's better? There you go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. The more the better. Which mm-hmm. is kind of like against to the next point that I wanted to say is like, quality over quantity i think oh, when i'm yeah, like younger yes. i yes. always like i don't know i like i always had like lots of acquaintances but i feel like i kind of i never really thought of them as acquaintances i was like oh, i have so many friends and i have so many friends yep. groups and i want to make everybody happy and like i used to go to like three birthday parties in one night just to you know Jeez. not have the fomo and not to feel yeah. you know, weird or yeah. whatever and it's crazy because like it's it I swear to God, it literally changed the moment that I turned 30. I was like, oh my God, I don't have a FOMO anymore. Like I mm-hmm. am just so okay with the people that I truly have. I don't need to be showing up at every birthday party. I don't need to go totally. out after work and have drinks with my coworkers just to, you know, stay in the just loop. With them. Like yeah. I just it's okay. Like I love my friends and I know that those are the real ones and I don't need to, I don't need to collect people. I don't think that's something that I should be doing. And then saying that, Oh, look at me, look at me. I know so many people, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. And there are some people who would disagree and be like network, 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 quantity over quality, you know? 
Uh, I know people who are like that, but I'm completely on board. I completely agree with you. I would like to sit home and be me and have the people who love me and truly care about me in my life when I need them, you know, and I vice think versa. Also there's a little bit of both. I mean, y'all know me. I love to network. I love. Yeah, you're pretty to- social, Val. That's what I'm saying. I love That's, to network, you, but you I also know. You don't. Uh, what's the word? You don't suck it out of your finger. Like it comes no. so naturally to you. It's just because at the end of the day, when I'm networking, there's a part of my brain that is going straight into like, this is kind of like work. So like at the end of the day too, like I know my close circle, like you're not entering my close circle. If I met you at a bar last Tuesday, like granted, one mm-hmm. of my best friends, Nesca, shout out Nesca. She listens to every fucking podcast. Um, Hi, Nesca. Hey Nesca, we love she, you. She, I mm-hmm. met her at Tavern in the Square and she was alone and I was with like three of my friends. And I just didn't like, you know, she was laughing at my jokes from afar. And I was like, hey, come sit with us. Like, who are you? Who are you yeah, with? Yeah, you would. And there's you would. Just, I love there's that a part about of you. me that loves being around people and making them feel also included and loved. Love and that. even if it's just for a night, like maybe at the end of the night, they want, like, they go home and they're like, wow, I'm so thankful for that because I was having the shittiest day or the shittiest week. And you yeah. just change it around. And I've gotten that so many times. So, like, when oh, I network, totally. it's not because, like, I'm looking for a best friend or whatever. It's because, I don't know what they're going through. And if I can make that person fucking laugh for an hour out of my night, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And you're so special. Yeah. You I don't are know. so special. There is just like a little, I guess to your answer, yes, quanti- uh, quality over quantity, 100%. But I am a social butterfly and I love you making are. people laugh and smile. And yeah, you are. I will network the fuck out anywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, you will. You just like, <laughs> ma- everywhere you go, you mesh. You're there. You're loud and ready to make people laugh. I love it. Yeah. And I feel like Fatima and I are like, I can Take be extroverted. Home. I can be extroverted, but it's exhausting. And then I need to be introverted for like triple the amount of time. And it's so funny because you guys have seen it at this point too. Like I mesh well with the most introverted motherfuckers. Yeah, you need that. Otherwise, it would just be chaos. Oh, my well, God. I'm good with chaos, chaos, for sure. You live and you learn. <laughs> I learned that in my 20s. The chaos and dating someone just exactly like you is not for me. Nope. Nope. nope yeah, no. You have, you have to have a balance, for sure. Well, I, we came down to my last point, but I think it's the most important one. And I hope Let's everybody's going to agree with me. Let's hear it. Wear your sunscreen every single day. Uh oh, bro! I, I really think... thought I really thought you were gonna say, "Don't forget your girth goggles." <laughs> Me too. I thought we were gonna do a girth goggles. I do not wear sunscreen, and you would, yeah. Oof. It's it's breaking my heart. Ironically enough, in my last year of my twenties, I started wearing sunscreen every day. Thank you, God, for directing her in the on the right SPF path. like Cetaphil, like everyday wear. Mm. Jules, how and... about New Year's resolution sunscreen? But Washington, we don't have. I'm like vitamin D deficient. We don't have sun here, so honey, honey, it's not it just doesn't for matter. Sun, it does, yeah. I've learned that too. I don't think it's. And this is me being the least knowledgeable person because I just started wearing it last year, so it's been a year. But like, it's not just for sun. Like, it's helped me with like um my like discoloration on my face significantly. Like, yeah, no, I U- know. UV lights they go through clouds too. You know what, though, Fatima, I loved the glow that your SPF gives you. So I started wearing that just because I like the glow. So I guess technically I am an SPF. Yeah, you do, you do, you do. Yeah, she is. Remember, I bought that. I bought that same one, girl. I love that glow. It's like okay, a good um, SPF girlies now. 
It's a good base, but get you for Christmas now. I already got Val's her present, but oh I my god, stop! Things. Today I bought your guys's. I already got your guys's too, and it's really cute. But stop, they're the I'm same gonna thing. cry. <laughs> oh, my god. oh, you're gonna die when you're gonna see your present. But we're not gonna. Mine's boring. Mine's a... mine's not boring. Mine's, mine's fun. Boring. But I sent it to your addresses, so be be mindful. Aww. It might be coming. Yeah, same same to you guys. It's already on the way, dude. What? what? That's crazy. I I'm gonna be honest. I did vow. I haven't done jewels yet. Well, now I kind of have the idea because it's so hard to like to shop for you jewels because like you're shopaholic, so you have everything. I know. I buy too much. I live like I'm. Yeah. So I'm like, what do I get her? But now y'all don't think it's weird that like we're in sync like that that we all already. I mean, I literally have only shopped for two other people, and I already got you guys though. I'm literally not buying you guys for no one. Same. Same. I only I, buy for kids and you guys apparently know. And I just want to say like this. I feel like the last thing I need to say because I forgot to mention this one thing I've learned in my life, Fatima. And I feel like it's the perfect ending to like what we're just talking about. <laughs> that I'm the best person you've ever met in your life? No, it's always the little things, dude. Like experiences. Aww. I love how she said no so fast and switched to another stuff. <laughs> I got to talk about girls. No, it's like experiences are just so much more valuable than the things and possessions. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the travel, the new foods, the new people, the, the every, all of that. Like it's always the little things in New girth. 100%. New girth. I know. I totally thought you were going to say girth. That's important girth. too. Yeah, don't forget. I mean, that's kind of unspoken. Like, y'all should know by now. Don't forget them girls goggles. Yeah. Okay. Fatima on. and I are still... I, I know last episode we talked about letting people know that you're single. So I just want to say that Fatima and I are very actively looking right now. I'm not going to speak for Val, but... Oh! Stop. I mean, y'all, we will... <laughs> episode... Stop that. Ep- wait, what is this? Episode four, right? Yeah. So episode five, maybe we'll talk about what's new in everyone's life. Okay. Ain't shit doing my life. Yeah, uh, I'm still looking for girth, and I got my goggles on. Hey, dang! I will never say no to girth, but I guess I gotta tune it down a little bit. <laughs> Jules, we might need to take our goggles to Walmart to like the prescription, <laughs> whatever their name is. We gotta no. up our prescription because it's not working bring, right. You should bring we- your your girth goggles back over here to Valentino's. Yeah, uh, yeah, work. Yeah, you're right. I miss Valentino's. Oh, Valentino's was a vibe. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna have uh, Joe, the owner, cap in and say, We've been hyping up your bar. Hell yeah. If I could get there without seizuring and passing out, I would be there way more. <laughs> Damn, I love y'all so much. Love I miss you guys. you guys so much. See I you know. next week, girls. Love you. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to girls goggles. Girls yeah. goggles.